Welcome to the Career Pro Inc. podcast. We're here with Christina Motley today. We've got a, a great perspective from someone who I consider a social media strategist, content king or queen, however you prefer, Christina. She's got agency experience, Fortune 500 experience, healthcare technology and higher education are two of her specialties, not limited to. Uh, she's new to the Raleigh area. I know the podcast goes out globally. Uh, she's got certainly a global perspective with the Fortune 500 experience. She's been an entrepreneur, owned her own business, uh, fought uh, through some tough projects and contracts, uh, the unique agency experience. Also, she's a vice president of communications for the American Marketing Association. Christina, we're here to talk about social media and brand building is actually a job search strategy. So we're really excited to get your perspective on on that from sort of the professional angle. And thank you for coming in today and thank you for sharing some of your perspective. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here, John. Well, you have a, a lot of information for us today. I don't even know how we'll get through it all, but I think this is going to be very exciting. I've heard you and you've addressed the Triangle Executive Careers Group live and in person, and it was rich in content. So we appreciate that. Um, you have good jokes. You're funny. You, you, you have a lot of fun when you speak. But also, I think you, you really are the content. Well, I'll call you the content queen. But why does every job seeker need a social media presence? You have perhaps several reasons, maybe five reasons. <laughs> right, right. So uh, five, five reasons. Um, you know, for, for one, social media has changed the business landscape. It's going to continue to impact the way business is done um, and clearly affect job seekers uh, in their search. So LinkedIn alone has 150 million users in 200 plus countries with more than 200 million companies uh, using LinkedIn profiles and 22 million daily visitors. Uh, LinkedIn's not going anywhere. Launched in 2003. Every job seeker certainly. Went public last year. Absolutely. And, and it's doing pretty good. It's doing great. Um, every job seeker should certainly have a presence on LinkedIn. Uh, use LinkedIn. Recruiters look at LinkedIn. Uh, you can use it as a research tool when you're going onto the job market. Look for past employees, current employees, company profiles, and find a lot of information. Very good. Another reason would be Facebook as a social channel, uh, 850 million users, 483 million active daily uh, users. It launched in 2004. Uh, it's not going anywhere. Of course, it was just bought by Instagram. Or, um, and they just bought Instagram. Correct. And uh, they're going public as of this week, yes, I believe. Yes, they are. Um, unbelievable. So really just, um, it's the it made the 2011 Apple iPhone app of the year. So um, using Facebook as a, as a social media presence is, is also good for job seekers. Um, certainly YouTube, second largest search engine with 100 million users, 10 million plus channels. Um, 48 hours of video are uploaded every minute, and that was launched in 2005, uh, bought by Google in 2006. So again, just to set the stage in terms of why a job seeker should be in, in social media, having a presence on social media, and using the social media tools as, as a resource in their job search. Well, you're mentioning Google with 90 million plus users. Pinterest Interest now is, is hot and new and trendy and Twitter has a lot of job seeker information out there and you've you've noted that uh, at Foursquare so 
you really, uh, and the trend as you see it is still overwhelmingly in the marketing, professional marketing circles, everyone's still talking about this. The, the avalanche of users and, and more and more users and people using these channels hasn't slowed a bit, has it? Not at all. If anything, it changes by the day. It's a, a, a challenge for those of us even in the field to stay up on it. Um, so my advice to a job seeker would be to pick a few of the, the tools that they feel most comfortable with and just concentrate on a few and see what kind of traction they get, gain, get comfortable with the tools, and then go from there. And they can always build on those. And the emphasis, would you suggest, as we do, that people start lear learning how to use these channels in professional manner? A lot of people have been lulled into the, the personal, really fun stuff on Facebook and, the, and whatever games they play and apps and things like that. But would you recommend job seekers who are very serious start turning those channels into more of a professional you know, emphasis. Absolutely. They need to look at it really as part of building their brand, mm -hmm. um, increasing their brand awareness, establishing themselves in a very crowded landscape today um, as a subject matter expert. Um, so, for example, if they're using Twitter, uh, they can be tweeting, they can be following the industry leaders and subject matter experts in their field. Um, typically, people will follow back just as etiquette, and then they can be um, tweeting articles, resources sources, you know, their thoughts about things. Well, Christina, I'm not in marketing, so why do I need to do it? Really, it's, it's social media is one component of a job search strategy. So no longer can you just have a resume. It's expected that you're going to have a LinkedIn profile. It's expected that you're going to be using Twitter to establish yourself as a subject matter expert. Uh, it just is more and more expected. The HR and talent acquisition recruiters are hanging out in that space. They're looking for qualified applicants um, on, on, through those channels. So the trend is HR seeking talent and screening talent expects you to be there and expects you to have not just a slapped up presence, but actually a, to be building your brand, whether you're in marketing or not. Absolutely. And social media really takes networking to another level. So there's no boundaries. There's It breaks down the, the barriers with gatekeepers. Um, it allows job seekers to go direct to the hiring manager, a C-level executive, uh, whoever you know they need to get into with a company. Um, it really gives a job seeker direct access and interaction to their target companies or target people or target audiences so just for a moment people that might not know the phrase uh, establishing yourself as a thought leader even conceiving of that even if you feel like wow I'm too early in my career or I'm so advanced in my career my presence is already out there I have publications but tell us a little bit more about establishing yourself as a thought leader because you've done that in markets like Roanoke and of course larger than that but also now in Raleigh in a very short period of time I know you've worked very hard to do and what I would say earn your reputation so give us an idea of what thought leadership means to a true marketing professional sure so it's really um, one of the key fundamentals from building your brand or distinguishing yourself in a crowded landscape so it really comes down to in, an, in a nutshell what is your unique selling proposition what is your unique distinction? What are you bringing to the table for that prospective employer? Well, that's, that, that's very succinct and helpful. And so really conceiving of that and writing that down and having, having that, even if you have, I know you do multiple things. I mean, you've, you've been a, a, 
I don't know how to say it, author of content that <laughs> that others have put their name on. You've you've done some really creative work, uh, but you're still all always building your brand and and looking to uh, make those comments and get through to to folks and establish yourself. So that's important whether you're in financial, technology, it creates a presence online, a reputation, and you're saying that the HR talent acquisition people are hanging out and looking for what's different between the hundreds of candidates they're getting for any one position. Absolutely. So again, it goes back to establishing yourself, thought leader, subject matter, subject matter expert, um, you know, synonyms for each other, just really what, what are the core competencies you're bringing to the table? How is that going to benefit the company? Everybody wants to know what's in it for me, right? Address yes. the what's in it for me um, and tell them how you're going to, how you're different and how you're going to benefit and bring value to that company. How important is it to be consistent as you build your brand online, to have really a steady steady hand to this, but be very consistent about the kind of quality content that you put out. John, that's an excellent question. Consistency uh, is is critical to success in this space. That's why I said at the beginning, you know, just if, if it's overwhelming to a job seeker, pick a few channels, say LinkedIn, and really work that. You know, pick Twitter. You know, just start with a few, and you can always go back and build on that or expand into other channels. But consistency, regularity, the same the same time, the same frequency. So from a from a company perspective people want to blog right so the worst thing they can do is start blogging and not be consistent so I always tell people don't bite off more than you can chew so if that means a blog once a month instead of once a week the consistency is that important the search engines and the way the spiders work on the internet is they don't like inconsistency interesting and and when you say blogging any content addition type of strategy, even if you don't open your own website and have a blog, if you're going to contribute professionally to online publications, comments, you're even talking about that a little bit too. Find out where you can contribute and be noticed and add positive content and then be very consistent about that. Absolutely. And and, and existing companies, uh, prospective employers that have blogs, a lot of times will accept a guest blog. Uh, so a job seeker could contribute their thought leadership, their subject matter expertise, in, in a guest blog. And how, you know, when you talk to recruiters, you talk to hiring professionals, and I know you've been in touch with a lot of those over the last six months, especially in, in this particular very tough and very crowded market, what do they notice? Why do they like this kind of uh, work ethic and, and brand building from somebody who's out there? How does that really distinguish you? What do they say? Again, it's it's positioning yourself in a competitive landscape. It's possibly distinguishing you from others. It's showing adaptation to new technology. It's showing a, a competitive edge in terms of flexibility, um, being willing to stay up on new trends. So almost like that generation that's 35 plus, 45 plus, people that, you know, technology is changing. It, landing and absorbing new information and then speaking about it or posting on it shows that you're able to articulate and talk about what's new, what's hot, what's important, and as you said before, what's in it for them. Absolutely. You have to be agile, flexible, and adaptable in today's job market. Is that true? You're, we're talking about job seekers essentially today, executive job seekers and others who can adapt a lot of your tactics and techniques for the, for the job search, 
But is this what is this what Fortune 500 companies and other small companies trying to reach a, a clear presence online? Are they doing the same thing? Are they struggling to do the same thing too? Absolutely. Um, 45% of companies actually plan to invest more in social recruiting. Um, that's to say that the talent acquisition recruiters, the HR managers, the hiring managers are in that space. 45% um, of the companies plan to invest more in 2012 than ever before, based on a survey from Tweet My Jobs. The jobs, there are companies that require a certain amount of LinkedIn referrals. There are companies, uh, Corporate 500, Corporate One, you know, Fortune 100 companies that only only post jobs on LinkedIn that will only post jobs on Twitter for example so they're playing very active in that space okay this is this is important critical news and I think the trend will continue you've got <laughs> 13 steps uh, to build a social media presence I don't know that we can get through every intricate detail and the kind of thing that you you went in live to do but Give us a real sense. Let's get through as many of these as possible because you've got such good insight here. And this is really, I love this because it's from a clear professional stance out there. You've been on the front lines of social media and creating a social media presence. But bring it home. What are the first steps in the in 13 steps? <laughs> sure. So, uh, you know, really the first one is to be authentic. And what do I mean by that? I mean, understand yourself. Understand your unique selling proposition. Understand what it is that distinguishes you in the crowded landscape and be able to articulate that. Uh, number two would be know your goals and objectives. You've got to get clear on what those goals and objectives are. You've got to be strategic in your approach. Who's your audience? Get specific about who your audience is. Listen to your audience. Follow them on Twitter. Look at them on Facebook. See their LinkedIn profile. Look at what they're doing. What is their voice? That gives a job seeker a lot of insight in terms of how they can position themselves. Little things like setting up Google alerts to learn that space. Um, you know, establish and implement your brand. Again, everything's going to build on that. What is your unique selling proposition? What is your distinction? Um, and establish that in your online and offline materials. So that brand should be consistent, whether it's a resume, whether it's a photo, whether it's custom branding on the different social so you channels. You want a photo with a picture of a dog, and then you want a photo with a picture of you at, at a social event. And a you say be consistent across channels, even with your photo. Yes. So even, especially for a job seeker, I would suggest not a photo of the dog, for example, <laughs> right? I would suggest right. a professional photo. And the same photo on each social channel helps build that brand. So as a real live example, John, I worked a conference in November and a number of people came up to me to introduce themselves live after we had already established an online relationship. So again, it's taking networking to a different level in a virtual world. And to the extent you can do it, you should be consistent in the places where you can adapt and have a little bit of a graphic design sensibility to yourself. I mean, it doesn't have to be just the default uh, Twitter background. Absolutely. I, I suggest mean, customizing that um, to whatever your brand is. Okay, very good. And be begin really building your online network and go for quality, not just quantity. Absolutely. Another tip would be, you know, define success metrics. So what, just like you would in a job, what, what does success look like to you? You know, certainly it's hard to be a job seeker today. Job seekers get frustrated. So if you have an idea of where you're headed and how you're going to measure and look at, oh, I know I've achieved this goal and this objective because I've reached this success metric. Well, we've gone through the authenticity 
goals and objectives, needs, channels, and investment, strategic approach, whew, establish and implement your unique selling proposition. Number six, begin building your online network and brand. Define success metrics that you just mentioned. Put tracking tools in place. Now we're up to number eight, participate and engage. Right. So this is is also critical, as critical as as being consistent, right? So um, for LinkedIn, ask questions, join groups, start conversations, reply, contribute answers, um, join those industry-specific groups. Uh, On Twitter, retweet, reply. It's all about engagement, two-way dialogue. on, in the in the social world, so it's just again, it's networking face to face, old school, but in a virtual environment. It's what's just the, taking what's it. What's a good rule of thumb? That's excellent advice. What's a good rule of thumb? So typically, I, I learned this recently from an IABC workshop with a renowned author and communicator Ann Wiley. Uh, share seventy percent of the time engaging with others. 20% talking about yourself and only, I'm sorry, 20% engaging with others, 70% sharing information, establishing yourself as that subject matter expert, thought leader, and then only 10% chit-chatting about oh, yourself. Oh no, only 10%. <laughs> what happens to the Hollywood stars? Number nine, learn how to write for online channels in the web. That's bold job seeker advice, but that's the kind of things marketing professionals do. Tell us, give us a little bit of insight on that and then we'll wrap up. Sure. So, you know, be succinct. Um, you know, Twitter and the online social channels are, are forcing us to write, you know, it's actually not 140 characters or less. It's about 115 with the URL, right? right. So be succinct, um, you know, be use short words, uh, you know, just a few syllable words, few characters, um, use the most shareable words, the search engine like that and there are tools to identify those Um, I love this quote John information is free attention is expensive you know so if if job seekers can engage and get the attention of their audience then then they have distinguished themselves in a competitive landscape you you keep the idea of what's in it for the person and your potential audience always absolutely excellent so the next number 10 develop and message relevant content Relevant, again, goes back to that subject matter expertise. What's going to distinguish you? You know, you want to come across as an authority, um, a strong voice, knowing, knowing what it is you know in your space. And the next, number 11, we're going through this quickly, but this is very important stuff, right on track. Leverage messaging across channels to maximize reach. That sounds very much marketing, but interpret that for us. Sure, right. That is a little jargon, huh? <laughs> so uh, what, what I mean by that, John, is, um, for example, if you have, uh, you've got your profile on Twitter, um, repeat that reinforce that so if you were to do a guest blog that same profile becomes your bio you know that's your description when you're joining meetup groups right that's your 30 second elevator pitch uh, when you're telling somebody what you're looking for so you can you you can craft the same messaging or the same content the same words to describe your unique selling proposition and your distinguish you know your distinctions in the in the crowded marketplace and reuse that repurpose that Excellent. So you don't have to come up with, you have to spend hours and hours and hours figuring this out. Once you have good content, repeat it, reuse it, as you say, repurpose it. So one of my favorite, not quite to the baker's dozen, be consistent. Absolutely. That is critical. In, in all platforms. And that's with image, words, actions, activity. And as you suggest, 
when you're offline, when you actually meet someone in person, which is still okay to do, right? Absolutely. That's part of it. You Again, just, this is just a piece in, in the whole whole. Pu- Pie. Right. You've just participated in a big AMA conference in Chicago. You've been to some very significant events around here. You're the same in person as you're online. You, right. You and that goes back to that very first one, John. You've got to be authentic. So whatever your personality is, your voice is, that's got to be the same online, offline, in person. Find a way to be yourself. And that's one of the toughest things to do. Now, the Baker's Dozen, number 13, lucky number 13, Uh, This is a real tough one for all of us, and I know for you because you're a go, go, go person, but be patient. Right. So just like you can't build a a human network overnight, right, job seekers can't build an online presence overnight. It takes time. It takes repetition. It takes consistency. It's building the relationships just like you would would through networking events, live networking events in person in a virtual world. So what's the hopeful message? I think we've got one today from you, and it is hopeful, is uh, be in a hurry to, but not so much in a hurry to, to, you know, push through what's in it for you. Look Look at your audience, cater to that audience, build a reputation and a brand online, and is there hope? Does this pay off over time? Are these the kind of things Fortune 500 companies and the the best companies in the world are doing to build their brand presence. Absolutely, John. There's case study after case study. The job seeker has to be focused, has to be strategic. Social, again, is just one strategy to the the big picture for a job seeker today. And again, slow and steady is going to win the race. Uh, Don't take off more than than you can handle. Um, So start with one channel and then build upon those as you become more comfortable. Christina Motley, thank you so much for coming in today, sharing this, I think, just chock full of good information with us about these issues, please come back. I want to invite you back right now to come back and give us an update because this stuff's changing almost every day. You get the last word. Absolutely. It changes every day. It's a challenge for us to to keep up with it, even as professional marketers, so I can only understand and sympathize with job seekers who, who may or may not get it. Thank you.